Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Well, it's a cold, rainy night out there. A good time to settle in and listen to yourself a little bit of Point Break Minute. I'm one of your hosts, Marin Kennedy. I'm one of your other hosts, Jessalo. And today is very special. We have a lot of specialness with us today in the form of a bright ray of sunshine I like to call Chris Beatty. Hello, I am special. <laughs> Chris is special. He's a guest. <laughs> we have a guest again. It's amazing. It's Yay. wonderful. We're very excited to talk about Point Break Minute, as we always are. There's some good stuff going on this this uh, this episode of Point Break Minute, this, this minute of Point Break. Yeah. The uh, minute ninety two, minute ninety two. Uh, can... you, you want to say a little bit about yourself, Chris? Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, hello, thank you for having me. Uh, I actually just saw Point Break for the first time last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am actually kind of jazzed about it. It was something that I would never have sought out on my own. Nice. And because of this, I went out and sought it out, and it was great. Excellent. Glad awesome. to hear it. Yeah. We uh, had a few guests do that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, more, I guess I'll see that so we can the, talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, a handful of them. Some some <laughs> didn't even bother to see it before recording with yeah. us, which is fine, too. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, thank you. I'm glad we were able to introduce you to this uh, this thing that we like. Um, it's a fun little movie. And the question we ask everyone Oh, are we going to get right to this? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited we get to ask this again. Are you... I'm a bigger fan of, in this movie alone, Bodhi or Keanu? Oh, that's a good question. I think um, Bodhi, just because he can act. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, Keanu's trying. He's trying He's very trying. hard. This is an earnest puppy. Yes, exactly. But this like, is ever the debate. Yes, yeah. but he has, there's genuine emotion, I think, that Bodhi can experience. And in fact, in one of the, the 90 minutes here, and the, the 60 seconds that we're going over here, uh, the, the, the outburst of Bodhi when he's on top of the oh, standing on the is wonderful. We'll get yeah. there. That's in the, that's a couple of minutes from now. Yeah. Uh, we're doing this. We got to get there. We okay. got to get there. We'll what? get there. Oh, okay. The eye acting in this scene oh, he, is off the I, charts. I, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, I definitely agree. We've talked about this ad nauseum at this point, but mm-hmm. uh, Keanu Reeves, I like him. I think he is a good presence in movies, but he's definitely not as good of an actor as a lot of the other people in this movie and in most movies he's in. Oh, of course. He's, but he, he has he has charm and... He tries. And he tries, and that's part of why you like them. Yeah. You know, because he just... You're on his side. He gets you on his side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is, makes him a good movie star. Yeah, yeah. He, is, he is like a puppy. But he's, yeah. his acting chops are are to be desired in a lot of a lot of circumstances yeah you mentioned the eye acting his eye acting is hilarious because his eyes don't ever show emotion at all yeah it's they're, great they're just, they're just empty <laughs> pools of mud yeah yeah just Aww. beautiful just beautiful reflective pools yeah beautiful mud puppy eyes yeah they are the mud puppy eyes <laughs> and so this scene starts with the continuation of the camera following nixon who's pushing miss jennings into the vault and now nixon is roach yes do the script Yes, we do need the script. Let's get the script. Okay. The script. We're getting the script. This is the song. When we get the script, the script is out. Is that, is that the right spot? Yes, that's the right spot. Oh, sweet. I did my job, Jessa. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. And continues with Roach saying, take the fucking keys. Take them. Move it. Open the damn door or I'll blow your fucking head off. Move it. 
Now he's talking to Miss Jennings, mm-hmm. who we just dealt with in the last minute. We didn't. We, we just skipped over this a little bit. Miss Jennings is played by Deborah Lemon. Oh, she looks different now. She looks different now. She's aged. People age. Yeah, it's okay. Turns out. Uh, Point Break is her first credit, or, or her uh, most known credit and on then IMDb. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo, is her second credit. Oh, I knew I recognized her from something. <laughs> <laughs> Your real uh, Deuce Bigelow head. <laughs> oh, yeah, she has seven credits. That's yeah, but that's, that's going to be a theme with the ones we're talking about here. Uh, yeah, that's. That's not great, but she got to be in Point Break. That's you know, she, she, it, I'm yeah. not, I'm not in Point her Break. Her career yeah. is, you know, she reached her, her peak. She reached her peak early on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Next, uh, I was just thinking about doing. What, what if someone did Deuce Bigelow minute? Deuce, <laughs> Deuce Big a minute. Uh, <laughs> a minute of Deuce. That would be sixty seconds too long. Yes. Yeah, that would be like the worst idea of all time. <laughs> There's a podcast know, called The Worst Idea I mean. of All Time. Yeah. They, they, may, they may get to that someday. Yeah. Uh, and we also, we, we uh, skipped over um, Mr. Mr. Duggan. Mr. Duggan. Mr. Fucking wow. Duggan. Okay. And Mr. Duggan is played by Mick Reagan. Haven't heard of him. Well, it's, it says, it's, it's probably Regan. R-E-G-A-N. But actually, it's like the president. Oh. Who's also featured in this scene, kind of. Oh. And for him, he has eight acting credits. Uh, Mick Reagan and uh, Point Break was his second to last. Oh, is he dead? I don't know. I mean, I I googled him. And there's not much about him because he's not famous. But uh, he was just on some TV shows in the '80s, and then he was in Point Break, uh, and that's about it. Hmm. Yeah, Mick Reagan. There you go, Mr. Fucking Duggan. Well, and then did you have other people you were talking about? We'll get to them. Okay, they're not. We aren't. We got to do one thing at a time. Uh, okay, so baby so steps. for the script, do you think that that was written, or do you think all of that is improved? This script is a transcript of it, so it could be improv, um, and that's just what they've transcribed from improv, but I don't know. What do you think? I think that when you're watching the scene, there's just such an intensity. They're, 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 mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't seem like the types of beats that an actor would normally take, in my opinion, and it just seems like, oh, I'll blow your head off, and he just, like, he, they yeah. keep the intensity up in such a way that I think is uh, not necessarily... Uh, how scripted stuff typically pans out. That's a good point. Yeah, it's, it's it adds a nice franticness mm-hmm. to it. I agree with that. I think especially where he's he's just sort of yelling at the woman to open the door. I think that's just, you know, they just said, say whatever, you know, add, add yeah. whatever you need to add while mm-hmm. you're doing the scene. Is that pretty prevalent in, in uh, film acting to have, like, it be natural? Yeah. You just kind of ad-lib stuff? Yes, it is. I would say so, especially okay. yeah, especially in situations like this where it's it's just kind of hard to write without seeing it happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's you writing a script, you don't know what the set will look like, where exactly what mm-hmm. shots will be happening necessarily. So yeah, definitely. I, I I mean, I've limited film acting experience, but in the few that I have done, there has been improv. So okay, great, mm, nice. I would say so. Okay. That, that makes sense then, because I, I was also wondering, like, if the actors' names were, just happened to be Duggan. Obviously, they're not. It's Regan. I, I think but... the I think the names of the characters probably were decided before the scene yeah. uh, happened. But, okay. uh, yeah, just like the, the random, you know, blow your fucking head offs were probably just kind of thrown in there. Okay. Okay. 
So the uh, Roach and Gromit are in the vault together. And Gromit's mask is super silly looking compared to everybody (laughs) else's. Like his is kind of not really on his face very well. So you can't really see his eyes. It doesn't look like it fits. And the expression of the mask is just kind of this like dumbfounded like move. Kind yeah, of. in in one of your previous episodes, I think it was probably the last one you were talking about how they it looks like they were kind of tailor made to their yeah. faces a little bit. Is his, his is the LBJ correct? Yeah. It does not look yeah. good on him. It doesn't. No, they like, definitely. I think they got the the Reagan mask and the Nixon mask. They they work pretty well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe the other two they didn't work so hard on because they're yeah. they're not as featured. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, you want you mean you want more Gromit and Nathaniel in these scenes? I want uh, Nathaniel can go away. Nathaniel can go sit in syrup. Um, He's the least I, featured of this, yeah, this scene. I don't like Nathaniel. But his Gromit, job is to uh, to keep track of the time. Yeah, Gromit which is the most Nathaniel job to have. It is. But Gromit's just baby Moon Moon. He's little baby Moon Moon. Yeah. He is kind of the most incongruous mask too, because he's the youngest and he has like. LBJ kind of looks the oldest of all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and but it, I think it's actually him who says this is a bad idea. We were trying to figure out if it was Roach or Gromit who says. Um, one of them says, "What are we doing in a fucking vault?" The other says, "This is a bad idea. We can't tell because of the masks." Yeah, I think that I think that what you're thinking is right um, because I would imagine that go for the big bag would be the other, yeah, would be the other one in the room, and so like he's the one that's kind of we should do this, we have to do this, pull all the money and get the big bag. I was like, this is a bad idea, like yeah, which then makes it more poetic that he's the one who's shot. Um, oh. And you do see like in a later minute, uh, Nixon stuffing the money back in the bags and stuff. Um, yeah. I I have two thoughts about that. Uh, it does, yeah. Based on that, it does seem like he is maybe a little more, you know, a little more heartless, a little more concerned about the money, and like, mm-hmm. okay, it's good that we're getting more money. This is good, but I feel I also feel like uh, Roach is more likely to um, have a bad word to say about oh. uh, Bodie's plan because Gromit is just he's just a young guy. He's just going along with it. Interesting. But I don't know. I was trying to remember the scene when they're all like around the fire and they're all like mm, around the fire. Um, Snugging up. I feel like it was Gromit who was like getting all snuggled up and maybe it was Roach who was like, I'm fucking scared, man. No, that, it was the opposite. It was. So, yeah, you're right, actually. Okay. Yeah, it was the opposite. Gromit is the one who's like, I'm scared, man. And he's kind of oh, going man. off. And then Roach is kind of just hanging out. So maybe okay. yeah maybe he's the one who's just like this is a bad idea he's he's just scared yeah. he doesn't know what's gonna happen they've never done this before yeah he's used to the routine I think so I think it is him I see yeah I, I guess I'll go with that yeah I think Ramad is the one who's uh who's saying this is a bad idea yeah which makes it all the more sad yeah but I don't think either of them think it's a good idea no no I mean and it, and it continues with. Uh, Keanu outside the vault back in the main area of the bank the you're blowing it man you're breaking your own rules yeah he's yeah he's getting pretty intense on him oh Keanu and who says who says Jimmy how's it doing how we doing that's uh that's um Bodie Bodie's talking to Jimmy Carter oh, aka the time yeah, oh, and, he's, yeah. and he says 65, I believe, although I couldn't quite hear what he's saying. Yeah. And I think uh, back in the beginning of the movie, it's established that they're in and out in less than a minute. Mm-hmm. That's their thing. 
And that's they've broken that now. They're over a minute. That's when shit hits a fan. It's a rule that we don't break here. No. Never over a minute. <laughs> no. But then uh, Bodie goes, don't worry, man. It's fine. It's straight. In a very weird voice that's very unlike Bodie. Like, I don't know if he's tense or if he's trying to do a Reagan impression or or what. I don't know. Did it seem weird to anybody else? It did. And <laughs> I think later in the scene, he also uses that voice again. So maybe he's trying it on in, oh, in, 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 yeah. this, in this particular heist. Like, this is my brave voice. <laughs> um, he's yeah. in a different place in this scene. He's... He's almost. It almost seems like he's in some kind of trance. Totally, like, totally transcendental. He's, yeah, transcendental. I think that's right on. He because he's doing something that he's never done before. He is he is high on the adrenaline right now. I think that's mm. maybe something like that. He's just he's so into this idea of like, no, we can go further and get more money, and it's going to be a, more of a risk, but it's it's awesome, and I'm gonna you know I can do anything, man. I'm king of the world. I'm I'm a golden god, man. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of there, maybe, and that's where the yeah. voice is coming from. Yeah. So in this in this scene, uh, it's one of my favorite shifts of music, actually. In in the in in the, uh, in yes, the let's talk in about the music. music. So, uh, I I loved it because it is so '90s camp. Because it was about the '90s, late '80s, early '90s, where everybody was like, "We can do digital everything. We don't need any orchestras. We don't need any real acoustic instruments. I have them all on my keyboard, and they sound great. And they just sound so corny. Like like when all the horns come in uh, a little bit in this pile in the background, it just it sounds so fake. Like a tinny kind of like like (laughs) it's wonderful. Um, and but. You know, the string sounds are okay underneath it, like, given the woo kind of a thing. But, like, the rest of it, it's got, like, a really cool driving timpani mm-hmm. thing going on. It's, like, in five and then seven and then four. It's really, really cool and syncopated. It's really great. Uh, and during that part specifically is my favorite part of this minute is when that poor woman who's just going to, you know, deposit a check that she just got from her job yeah. at Starbucks or whatever gets freaking torn down yeah. by her neck and a gun pointed at her head. Don't, don't, look, look, at me. At me. don't look at me. God. <laughs> yeah, there'd be a big puddle of piss where she was. Like, oh my God. You can see little flutters come up when she when she gets tackled, <laughs> oh. essentially, of her dropping oh, her deposit no. slips. Oh. It's really Nathaniel. sad. I know, Nathaniel, go away, Nathaniel. They should have had the doors locked or something, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you, don't you think? They should have definitely locked the doors. <laughs> yeah. Although, actually, no, they, sh- they shouldn't have, because then how they, they would have, it would take longer for them. Oh, to yeah, leave. because That's it's true. 60 seconds in and out. Yeah. That's mm. true. If it was an extended thing, you know, which, you know, now it's become one, become a more extended They're heist. Maybe it they up. Have, but. Yeah, that's, that's why they're in and out in less than a minute. They don't have to deal with new people coming in. They don't have to deal with all this shit. Yeah. They broke their one rule. And then there's these troublemakers. Oh, these guys. I like to call them Sylvester Stallone and Brian from The Office. I, you I, saw Brian? Sorry. <laughs> I saw, uh, so one of my favorite shows ever is Carnival. Uh, Never seen it. From H- oh, it's incredible. Uh, but there's this character in it uh, played by John Carroll Lynch. And I know, oh, that he's, he, I know that this is way too young for him. Or, like, at this point, it's too old, and he would have been too young he in would, 1990, yes, 1991. Yes. But in my head, I'm absolutely conflating the two because he's kind of got that that hair that, that, the, that the security guard man has. Yes. Uh, but also, he played a cop in the greatest movie ever made, a face-off. And so... <gasps> yes, he did! And so uh... I'm absolutely conflating those two things together. 
No, he oh that is God. definitely like yeah, it's it's kind of a combination. Yeah, yeah I, I saw I was Brian from, Kevin the from the office. Oh, yeah. what am I I meant to say Kevin. Okay, okay. Who's Brian? I don't know who Brian. There's is. no Brian on yeah. the office. Yeah. No, I was thinking I think the actor's name might be Brian. Okay. I was thinking it was like a, a Kevin from The Office yeah. and Michael Scott from The Office was <laughs> like, I have a gun. Michael Scarn. <laughs> Michael Scarn. Yeah, this yeah. is Michael Scarn. Um, God, yeah. They the... just screw everything up. He's just like, hey, so there's a bank robbery going on. They're not using their guns. I better use mine to endanger everybody in this room. Like, I was trying to figure out if you're a cop and you're off duty, what, what's your jam? Like, what do you, what do you have to do? He does have a concealed weapon. It's concealed under his shirt. But he's uh, an off-duty cop. He's an off-duty cop. I, I imagine a good amount of off-duty cops have, uh, like, you know, their own weapons. Yeah. And probably carry them around. For, you know, just some people feel that way. Uh, but this this guy is kind of the worst. He's just yeah. being an idiot. Like... And the security guard is right on. He's like, no, don't do anything. Yeah. Everyone's going like, to be fine. He, like, looks down and, like, grimaces into the floor when the person's like, I'm a cop. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's like, no, man, no. It's all sorts of no. I, it's going to be a no for me. It's got to be a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to say about this minute? Um... Yeah, I, I really, I mean, I think the, the my favorite part of this is these two guys. Uh, it's like a nice, it just becomes like this nice little hard-boiled drama mm-hmm. between these two guys who are just like, oh no, it's just, it's it's a really well set up conflict between the two of them. And it's set up really quickly and you totally get who each guy is really fast. Mm-hmm. It's nice. I, I really like and it. you see where it's going Yeah, you fast. can just see exactly what's going to happen. You're like, yeah, oh no. Like, no. In the next minute, um, I forget, does he, does the security guard... Help. Tune in next time <laughs> for another point break I minute. Think he does. Yeah. Well, don't oh, spoil I'm, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Tune in next time. <laughs> we'll talk about it then. Okay. Do you want to go over recommendations? Yeah, sounds good to me. Do you, Chris, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, well, I would recommend Carnival. There awesome. we go. It's a series from HBO. The only reason that it was canceled, it was unbelievably successful, was because The Sopranos was on at the same time and that made more money. And uh-huh. so it has one and a half, one and three quarter seasons of just unbelievably amazing stuff. And then they went, well, we don't have any more funding, so we need to wrap up all the storylines. And then they do, and it kind of leaves you hollow a little bit. Um, but mm. it is tremendously good. It is actually my favorite television show, bar none, of all time. Whoa. It's great. Awesome. And the character that uh, – the, the the man that I, I thought that that character was played by, um, John Carroll Lynch, his character is terrifying – in, awesome. in Carnival, and so it's John, really nice. John Carroll Lynch is a great actor. He's, yes, I was just um, thinking about him in Zodiac too. He was in Zodiac. He plays the Zodiac oh, killer. Oh my God, you're I right. You're he also plays about. John Wayne Gacy at some point in uh, American Horror Story. Oh jeez, I didn't know about that. God, what a terrible career! Like, but he's also played so many nice guys. Like he's he's uh, the husband in Fargo, and he's just oh, like a sweet man. Yeah. yeah, but just I don't know. I don't know why Zodiac just stresses me out way too much. So. I know it seems it seems to me like Zodiac could be just the sort of movie you'd like because you like crime stuff, you like all this, you know, prisons documentaries and yeah. stuff like that. But mm-hmm. apparently not. No. Have it, we ever found the Zodiac killer? Not officially. Uh, watch Zodiac to find out more about that. <laughs> they go all over it. Uh, there's uh, most people. Um, there's a consensus on who everyone thinks it is, mm-hmm. but it was never proven. Oh, so and he, he died, and he right? died. 
uh, when like they were just starting to sort of circle in and be like, okay, we think this is you. Mm-hmm. We're going to start, you know, laying down the hammer and sort of figure this out. And he died. He, and the, was his will written in cryptids and stuff? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> Good Lord. I know. How disappointing. But Carnival. I actually have heard some people, other people recommend that too. Yeah. So I, I need yeah, to get that on that. sounds great. I mean, even the open mon- opening monologue is wonderful. Oh. Um, it, it, it's just like heavy light on just the most interesting character you'll ever look at Ooh. in your life. And it, it's just, it sets up the, the entire series so beautifully. I highly recommend, even if you're not going to see the entire yeah, seasons, just just watch the opening monologue from it. Yeah, it sounds very interesting. I'm definitely yeah. down for that. Uh, I'll go next. I'm going to recommend. This is uh, I haven't seen anything new for a little while. Uh, it's hard to keep up with these things. Um, Captain Marvel just came out. Didn't see it yet, but it's International Women's Day, so I feel like it should be mentioned. Definitely. Uh, I, I will see it, and I'll report back on that. I definitely will see it as well. <laughs> uh, but uh, it also. Today is the 25th anniversary of the Downward Spiral. Oh my god, you're right. So, <gasps> listen to that. It's great. It's one of the greatest albums ever made. And I, I also was thinking of you because I know you're a Nine Inch Nail, a nail head, as, as everyone should be, really. Yeah, uh, really. Um, but yeah, it's just thought it was 25th anniversary. And I was like, man, that's that's one of the greatest. And uh, if you if you haven't checked that out, it's really worth checking out. It, it uh, totally holds up. It doesn't seem dated at all. It no, totally it seems not. fresh. The recording years later. Yeah, the recording techniques used in it are unbelievable. Still, I just stole a few of them uh, with my producer that were in the studio together. Nice. His name is Dave Cole. He's awesome, local nice. actor, uh, and he is a huge United Nails fan too. And we just steal from Trent all the time. Just <laughs> yeah. oh, you did that. That's a really good idea, Trent. Thank you. That's awesome. Well said. Yeah, it's just go do that. It's yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, downward spiral. Yeah. Um. My Happy rec- birthday. My recommendation is going to be kind of tailing on to Murrin's. Uh, it's also the 18th anniversary of Missy Elliott's "Get Your Freak On." What? 18 <laughs> years ago? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow, I'm old. I know, <laughs> and it it. That that is a music video. That is quite a lot of video. It's, you you know, Missy is my queen, and she, that girl's got some some artistic ideas. She has some. Yeah, she's got some thoughts to share. Yeah, she's uh, just wild. So yeah, I love Missy Elliott more than the sun, and um, go celebrate the 18th anniversary of Get Your Freak On. Wow. Yeah. Anniversaries of music. Yeah. Great stuff. That's all we have for Point Break Minute this time. Thanks for checking us out. Sit, sittling down, listen to a nice nice podcast. Sittling down. down. It's like sitting and settling. Mm-hmm. I just invented that. Sizzling. Sizzling yeah. and sittling. Thinking and thanking. Bonking and boinking. I don't, I'm just, just, just noises now. That's a, time, that's a sign that it's time to end the podcast. I've been Marin Kennedy. I've been Jess Hello. Chris Beatty. Thank you for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. See you on the flip side, breakheads. That's why we do this. (laughs) You got up, so I figured I'd be okay, too. Sometimes people will like, be like shouting and stuff out there. It can't pick up on the microphone. Yeah, so. we don't. Cool. They don't worry too hard about that yeah. stuff. Great, just semi hard. Mm-hmm. Mm.
<laughs> 50. Just a happy. <laughs>